Welcome back to Where Are They Now with Freddie McManus. It's the podcast where we take a lost celebrity and we track him down. We're coming for you, Mexican-American actor Kuno Becker. Joining me this week, it's the one, the only good friend of mine, Mr. Billy Darcy. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Freddie. You just welcome me to my own podcast. That's an alpha move. Yeah, oh, 100%. You're on the front foot at all times, as we well know. How you doing, Bill? You good? Mate, good. Mate, I'm feeling uh, quite relaxed after those soothing baritones have just warmed us into this beautiful audio medium. Thank you, mate. We tried multiple theme songs, matched it up with a voice, and that was the combination that felt yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, your, your voice and your whole aesthetic is very 1960s elevator music. That's great. Yeah, I don't mind that. Mentioning the aesthetic off the bat in an audio medium. <laughs> I'm panicking. <laughs> oh, mate. You're a veteran of the game, though. You have a podcast of your own that I've appeared on twice. Yep. Famous, every time. Famously the only guest to return. Thank you very so there, much. there's a level of trust there. My qualifications cannot be questioned. This is why I'm helping my own pod. Uh, well, this is Where Are They Now? Uh, Bill's pod is a bit airy-fairy, just talks about whatever. We have a firm concept here. We have purpose. We have drive. Okay, let's not forget I'm a guest and you're the host. Okay, the- if, if, if I was a guest in your house, would you, would you treat me that way? 100% because I share my house with nine people. <laughs> no one has ownership. No one has sex. I'll act however I want. Okay. He's a feral animal off the streets and uh, there will be no cordial manner. Phenomenal. Well, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll explain for the listeners if they're hopping in now, if they're fans of yours and to you yourself, uh, the idea behind the podcast. We have a guest. That guest is Billy this week. He will bring in someone who you used to love, used to be a big fan of, and they've since disappeared. We're going to find him. We're going to figure out what happened and we're going to get him back in the game. We want him back in the limelight where they belong. And this week's guest, uh, as I mentioned up top, you may not know him by the name Kuno Becker, uh, but if you watched a a certain film that was released in 2005 by the name of Goal, exclamation mark, sorry, I'm not pronouncing that correctly, it's Goal! It's Goal! Goal! Uh, He played Santiago Munez, uh, a hero of all our childhoods, I think I speak for myself and Bill, Um, and to be honest, not seen much of him since, except for in the lesser known Goal 2 and the even lesser known Goal 3 that we don't like to talk about. And it got so dire, he wasn't even a main character in Goal 3. He got edged out of his own franchise. <laughs> he was a cameo figure, and it was because it was the World Cup, and a bit of latent racism and- ensured that they wanted that to be about England and not about wherever he's from. Yeah, how's this for, for the laziest writing out of all time? In Goal 3, he just breaks his knee and he's like, I can't play. <laughs> and, and then they just follow three other guys at the World Cup. How long oh. did the writer's room take on that one? <laughs> I'm able to laugh about it now, but at the time, as a 13-year-old, broke my heart. Oh, dude, goal two broke my heart. He cheated on his missus. And it's with a woman who feeds him grapes, and that's what does it. And I think the, the lesson is, you have to be very careful. He moved to Real Madrid. Latina women are very slippery. <laughs> very slippery indeed. You get yourself a nice girl from Newcastle. She's very homely. That's, you, there's, a, there's a stability there. Right. But these slippery Madrid girls, all of a sudden, hey, do you want to come up to the balcony? She's naked, feeding him grapes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Ruined his life. And then, and then they never even solved it. So I'm... <laughs> imagine this. I'm 13. I'm trying to sort of wrap my head around the, the world, women, how it all goes. Santiago Munez, my hero. <laughs> Santiago Munez. My hero. An absolute beacon for immigrants everywhere. He cheats on his wife... He gets rid of Glenn Foy, the manager who started all. The manager who first thought this kid's this kid's got something. Gets rid of Glenn Foy. Gets rid of his missus. He's he's doing the salsa with this slippery Latina. And I'm thinking that's how he broke his knee. Well, and then I think well, goal three, 
he'll tie it all back. You know, right. he'll get rid of the slippery women. He'll he'll go back to Newcastle, make all his friends back, get his wife back, mm-hmm. and then goal three, he just does his knee. I'm 15, going, is this how you behave? Yeah, I was, I was looking for sort of a role model. Hundred percent. And he's just a guy who slips over into some Spanish bird. <laughs> Bill said, when we were asking, we asked the guest, who would you like to do? And he said, uh, I think, you know, I was a fan of gold. We're talking about <laughs> I didn't realize just how much you needed to get off your chest. I said, uh, you said to me, um, just make sure you've watched the films recently. Right. I said, oh, I watched gold like 10 days ago <laughs> because I had. <laughs> and he said, oh, what about gold too? And I, I really i was like i'll never watch it again but to I watched be fair, it, it wasn't it wasn't the quality of the film it was the ethics of it it was the morals no well shot storyline couldn't fault it yep beckham another cameo thank you mate there was a time in 2006 where i would say my favorite actor was kuna becker and my second favorite actor was david beckham <laughs> there was a time where david beckham was popping up in like total recall and shit yeah. like he, still, he was in like this king arthur film and they like had to fuck his face up because he's too hot for that era dude he, he literally he couldn't be stopped like <laughs> It'd be like Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise would be like, are they ready? And it, it would just go to David Beckham and David Beckham would be like, move he'd, curl, he'd curl a grenade into the top corner of that building. And they'd never address it. And they just, But every time David Beckham makes an appearance, he has to look directly down the barrel of the camera just so you know that he knows that we know that he's David Beckham. Yeah. Oh, mate, he was listed as David Beckham on the credits. He is. He cannot act without ego. Oh, great. Well, honestly, as good as Beckham was, I think we can agree, Santiago became a star through the film. And do you know what the pro- there was a problem with Santiago Munez? Right. Is that he made kids like you and me, right. untalented, middle-of-the-run white kids, think, maybe we can still make it. 100%. I mean, this kid didn't even have was, a house. Now he's playing for Newcastle United. Mate, he was, packing, he was blowing leaves with his dad, dude. Yeah. And Big then, time. And then, honestly, he gets, the, the game he gets scouted at, I've played in games like that. Yeah. And do you know what? I've done all right in some of them. He runs around some divorced 40-year-old dads and there's right. this northern English guy probably getting a heat stroke. He's not used to the heat. He's like, right. he's like oh my God, this kid, him. this kid with the ball. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Straight on the phone. Mate, I've just seen this, I've just calls, seen this he kid. He calls the manager from Newcastle United at three in the morning because he saw a young kid in a back garden score a free kick. I had, I had 47 scooters. <laughs> I'm doing Irish now. I can, I, I'll do that. I can only do the accent if, right. it's, if it's specific quotes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so scouted. It's just a kid, man. There it is. There, there it is. is. Thank you, Freddie. That was a, that was an, a, a sanctioned audio clip that we just played. <laughs> Speaking of uh, audio clips, as, as we go, if there are interviews that we want to look at, if there's information we want chased up, we have the man with the laptop. We have Alfie Kallick doing that for us. How are you doing, Alfie? Oh, I'm well, mate. I'm, I'm excited for this one. I've not watched this movie uh, but well, I did watch the trailer. your dour outlook on life. Yeah, <laughs> you watch Santiago pulling in the top corner with his left foot. Yeah. But it also it explains... It gets him in the top four. The Geordies in the public. Fucking hell, man. Yeah. It also explains how I have respect for my women and monogamy. So. Do you know what, mate? I was wait. I would, I would have that respect if Santiago brought it, brought it back. Yeah. But he ah. just left me 15 just... Yeah, this is this is just how it is. You tell your friends to get fucked and you, and you, you, no. you run in with slippery women. Having said that, in fairness, it's just as well then that Kuno didn't experience fame because we know it can go to his head. Well, <laughs> so he'd actually had a career following on to I'm this. sorry. Who knows how many women he would have left at the wayside? Well, the problem is with Kuno is he specializes. And is it weird that it sounds racially charged when I say Kuno? Is anyone else picking that up? 
No. So like, we, oh. we weren't, and now we are, and it's derailed yeah, yeah. the pod, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was, saw these kunos the other day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's horrific. Oh, thanks. Maybe this is... Mr. Becker, please. Yeah, Mr. Becker. <laughs> David Becker. The thing with Mr. Becker is he, he, his specialty was the sports franchise, and in his first go, he peaked. Right. You're never wow. going to get better than goal. That's true. And also, like, what are you, you going to do with the rags to riches story? That can translate beyond sport. So he's got that whole genre has gone as well. Yep, 100%. He can't be discovered. He can't grow. And, and like we said, a Mexican-American actor. Right. I think that American thing got tagged on after Goal. Let's be honest. No one's getting a green card as an unknown. To be honest, it's very topical. The opening scene of Goal 1 is them sneaking under a fence again to America. Yep. Well, it's topical stuff. It was ahead of its time, the film. That's how it happens. But uh, uh, I suppose we, we should transition into exactly... I tell you what, luckily... Uh Luckily, goal happened before Donald Trump. Am I right? <laughs> oh, no, mate, that's segment. what we're inferring, but Nailed you're it. damn right. Nailed it. Oh. <laughs> Bill, though, he's literally... I didn't vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Freddie. Sorry. We can't make golf for happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, we have a, uh, I've done a little bit of research on, on Mr. Santiago because you've come to us with this and we have an investigation to take place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it won't surprise you to learn that many of the projects he's had before and after the seminal golf films are telenovelas. And uh, uh, what is a telenovela? Is that Mexican for Mexican, neighbors? Yes, Mexican soap opera, which is rife with cheating accusations, okay. slimy behavior, and grim morals from attractive men. And you know what? The thing with these with South Americans, the line between art and life is very blurred. You know, the salsa, we're having sex with your wife. No, we're just doing the salsa. It's all very shades of grey past the equator. So this is starting to paint a bit of a picture. Okay, of the individual, of the man as well as the actor, the projects he's seeking out. You know. So what, uh, what happened? Give me post-Goal 2. Because post-goal Goal 2, look, I'll be honest. Do I hate Santiago Munez for what he did? I do. <laughs> you've, pronou- you've said that name four times and pronounced it differently every time. <laughs> it's a tough language. <laughs> well, Billy. I did, I did really, you know, as an actor, he might be a good man. Right. So what happened after Goal 2, Alfie? <sighs> Billy, I hate to break it to you, but it looks like it was uh, a two-year break and then Goal 3. Oh, my God. Oh, no. um, although he was in a play. So, Goal 2 came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He was in a play in 2007 right. called The Pillow Man. Okay. <laughs> that's, again, sleeping with women. Then, no, the that's, he's he gone back to his roots. He drifts from pillow to pillow. Yeah. Uh, look. El Diablo. El Diablo. The Pillow Man. And look, and then after that, he guest starred an episode of House. Okay, that's pretty good. Show. Was he was he injured or he wasn't the dead guy? It, do you reckon he, he started as Santiago and House had <laughs> he comes up with his knee and Doctor House goes, "You can't play in the World Cup." It says here. It says according to the um, the uh, research I'm receiving, it says he he played someone called Ramon Silva. Very on brand. Yes, yes. and Ramon yes. Silva was he a left wing? <laughs> Mate, he was in the left no, wing of the hospital when he was in house. Am I right? Heyo! Woohoo! Hope that high five is caught on Mike. <laughs> you will never see a metaphor stretch further than on this podcast. <laughs> we went from goal to house, back to goal. That's it. And also, again, you're mispronouncing it. It's goal! Goal! Now, it looks like he had a recurring role in CSI Miami. Recurring? That sounds um, like a as, <laughs> as, I believe, the Miami Taunter. So, he was a Mexican criminal. <laughs> like a, okay. But a serial killer. Like not, a multi-episode. Like no, That's pretty good. Not heaps of range for Mr. Becker. I'm gonna I'm because it's wholesome though. Santiago is cool. Okay, let's let's go goal territory here. 
He's a wholesome young kid from Mexico. He's never seen mud before in his life. <laughs> Already he's in that training session and it's raining and he's like, hey, Dios mio. I saw <laughs> that this? in uh, the trailer. Right. And then they were like, maybe you're not tough enough. For- I know you've got the skill, but maybe you don't have the pace and the stamina <laughs> for the English game. That's the quote. <laughs> That's it. I'll do, I'll do better next time. There's not going to be a next time, Santi. And, and he's, he's holding the cross. Mio, mio. Or some Spanish shit, you know. But... Uh, can you can you play? Can we get a bit of a, a recording of the trailer for us to oh see how they come together? Of course, I will. My absolute pleasure. I will cry. A single tear will roll I, down I my feel chin. bad. I don't want to have a full blown erection in the studio. Okay, which will happen if we play this trailer. What are you doing? Santiago Munez had a day job. There we go. There, can you That's pause? the uh, yeah. Santiago Munez. 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 Santiago Munez. And Munez. if you heard that noise. That was the leaf blower that was previously mentioned. The leaf blower. Humble beginnings. Now, Such this is my favourite part of the trailer. He's, uh, hey, there, was a, there was a deleted scene in the film where before his first game, he blows leaves off the field <laughs> just to make sure the terrain is safe. Yeah, <laughs> Santiago, get in the locker. Hey, boss. I've been at Bosboy now for six months. Why can't I be a waiter? This Chinese restaurant. You're not Chinese. Racial discrimination. And that explains a lot about Billy's uh, comedy as well, that little scene there. Do you what, know do you, what? what do you mean by that, Alfie? Oh, nothing in particular. So many Just barriers. racially charged, I mean. I famously don't go anywhere near the issues. <laughs> <laughs> near the issues of um, who's allowed to wait in uh, Chinese restaurants. It is, it is weird how there is a lot of symmetry in the stuff that he's doing, where it's like, you want to play football, you turn up, you're not good enough. You want to be a waiter at a Chinese restaurant, you're, you're not, not good Chinese. enough. You're not Chinese. Dude, it's a tough geek for a Mexican if you don't want to blow leaves, I tell you. <laughs> After his first trial session, they go, it's like, you're not making the first team. Why? You're not Chinese. <laughs> we want to diversify. We want to really... Newcastle United, it's too good a club to go down. I'll say that before. I had a friend at uni and they, they went. They actually got relegated in 2016. And three months before, he goes to me, Newcastle United are too good a club to go down. <laughs> and we said it to him for the next three years. <laughs> oh, dear. But it's a, it's a wholesome story. You can, play, you can continue playing the trainer, oh, I guess. Sure. Uh, what's, um, where does Kuno Becker live? Where, where's he residing now? That's a very good question, Billy. Well, come, you guys keep talking. I, I feel well, deportation I, would be my bet. Uh, <laughs> wow. As in... As in wow. <laughs> okay. Now Just it's, another Englishman telling people where to live, hey? Nothing me. new there. I try my best. I thought you were looking a bit too regal today. <laughs> yeah, the collar shirt is stiff and intimidating. <laughs> oh, well, um, Alfie, I actually, I actually know where Kuno lives. Oh. I know his address because I, I went to LA. <laughs> and you went to his house. I went to his house. <laughs> On yeah. the star tour? Yeah. No. Did you have to tip the driver an extra Santiago's twenty bucks? House. Did you play for Los oh. Americos Junior? No, I know where I know where Santiago lives. It's green and it's got a goalpost at each end. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> I've been putting that on my tax return for the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mister Darcy. <laughs> I can't. I, I can only imagine the extent to which the listener is gripping on for dear life, having not seen the film and not getting these very niche references we're throwing about. I'm now, not- I must say that although I did imply he hasn't been doing anything, as Freddie said, he's been smashing out these uh, Spanish language films, mm-hmm. these telenovelas. Um, some of them sound amazing. Let me let me r- rip you off a few names. One, there's an upcoming one called Mexi Wood. Nice. And is that? Are we sure that's not porn? No, I'm gonna guess it's. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it's about the Mexican film industry. Mexi Wood. <laughs> Mexi Santiago <Wood>. comes in. 
takes his long sock, takes his cardboard shin pads out. <laughs> Come on, Alfie. El that's, that's dia, a toss. El Dia de la Union, which Dia is that a death? No? Yeah, can you translate these titles for us? Most of this pod is three white guys trying to work out how to pronounce these <laughs> words. Is it Dia? Day. Dia? The Day of the Union. Day of the Union. I mean, come maybe on. It could, it could be like a revolutionary a film. They're rising up against the high powers. Or another porn. Another union. Another porn, yeah. Mate. Uh, to be fair, good looking fella. If oh, that was the industry you chose to trash it. Dude, I would. Cinco de Mayo, Le Batalla. That's uh, May the 5th. Oh, no, that, that's, I already yeah, know that's, what this is about. I know yeah. this one. Go. That's where him and his friends go to Guzman White Gomez and get free burritos. <laughs> that's what film. happens on Cinco de Mayo. On King Street. <laughs> La Batalla. That's about the, the Battle of Puebla. This is really testing my, um, my bad accent, Freddie. You've really, you've Dude, really thrown you, us a challenge here, If Billy. you mispronounce another Spanish word, I think legally you have to move out of Newtown. <laughs> right, that's it. <laughs> or vote liberal, one or the vote, other. <laughs> well... Look, the way the rents are going, I'll be doing both. Um, look. Edgy. Very edgy. edgy. <laughs> oh, oh, Alfie, bring it back to the pod, would you? Jesus. <laughs> Sex and breakfast. Did you look into this one, Freddie? Oh, absolutely not. Tell us about it. Um, starring, oh, he was second billing behind none other than Macaulay Culkin. Another guy who <laughs> really let fame get to his head. <laughs> oh, mate. That's great. And what was sex and breakfast? Uh, two young couples take a swing at handling their relationship problems through psychologist prescribed partner swapping. Okay. I mean, that that is, sounds pretty good. I cannot stress enough how this is thoroughly on brand with everything he's ever done. Yeah. He's still got, not got over Nurse Roz and what he did to her. Oh, God, I miss Roz so oh, much. <laughs> Just so fucking... Ugh. Okay, mate. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I do anything. All right, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I think I think the 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 person like, like is he married? Can you see if he's actually in Who's a, he in a relationship to? himself? Because clearly he's trying to work through some stuff in all the projects he does. We don't have these details of his personal life are not uh, not as uh, he also won an award for Sex and Breakfast, and the award is called Can He Act or What? <laughs> won that in two thousand and eight. Whoa, hold on! It doesn't Here sound we'll... like one the Academy would hand out. <laughs> <laughs> and then ten years later in twenty eighteen, he was the winner of the Mayor Door, which is the award for Worst of Mexican <laughs> Cinema. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah. And that was for El Dia de la Union. Oh, no. Oh, mate. How the mighty have fallen. Mexican cinema critics. Traditionally, some of the harshest around. This is actually amazing. He won the Can He Act Award Award in 2007 for Goal, in 2008 for Sex and Breakfast, and in 2010 for From Mexico with Love, and then just stopped getting them. He was the man. So he's like a... Is he like Mexican Brad Pitt? He must be. So are we, are we so whitewashed in this podcast... That we are, have dedicated a whole podcast to a guy who we assume is completely anonymous, but he's actually the greatest Mexican actor right. of all time. Well, he, he was, He couldn't Billy. be doing better, and he's got three white guys in Sydney telling him what a failure he is. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, Billy, but can I just uh, read you this headline? and me. Tell me. So this is from 2016 in a reputable uh, piece, uh, the, the Mirror. Perhaps you're familiar with it, Freddie. Yes. Um, Mexican actor, Kuno Becker. Loses 85% of his eyesight after chemicals from makeup run into his eye. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So, that would explain the, the whole not really working the last few years. Mate, what also, year was that? That was 2016. It's oh, about three no. years ago. But he does have some stuff coming up, so more power to him. 85% is so much of your eyesight. That's too much. I mean, he'll never kick a ball again. I, know that. Oh, I reckon he can still put it in the top one. <laughs> he can sense it. So that'll four. be goal four. Goal four, and his hands on the post. Yeah. Goal four. They just they have to walk him up to the ball. And then Gavin they, Harris. Is- 
they're, they're like, do you want us to tell you where the goal is? And he's like, no, no, mio, mio. It's in here. And he points to his heart. He points to his heart. It's in here. And then just... And then, and then imagine after that, he just blasts one in the parking lot. Nowhere near the goal at all. And everyone celebrates. They're like, you got it. You did it, Santi. Santi, we saw you play. Mate, I, I think, Billy, you're on something here. I think that this is just a very racist podcast. I think Kuno's no, killing it. He's killing it. He's, he's got 130,000 followers on Twitter. He's just not tweeting in English. He's, just, he's tweeting oh, to his you, fans. Can you translate his most recent tweets? He probably just went back to Mexico to be with friends and family. And Freddie McLean well, he's pumping like, El Dia del... You came to me with this. You came no, to me. When I said, oh, what are we up to now? You said, probably deported. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which oh, now we're playing oh. who was the most racist. Yeah, oh, no. Uh, what have I got myself into here? Look, um, they're all... He's mainly just... Now we're on Mexican Twitter. So he's mainly promoting. He's mainly promoting his upcoming film, the Day of the Union one. The one he's already um, won the award. And for. then he's also retweeting a story about how the NXIVM cult infiltrated the Mexican elite, uh, alleged sex cult, very influential friends in Mexico, including the son of a former president. So he's, he's so obviously. So in other words, you're saying literally he can't see much, but politically he sees everything. He sees whoa, all the moves. Whoa, that's he and he may or may not have been in this sex cult. And also, did and apparently may have got secretly married. Did you? Was this what you were covering before? Uh, no, I believe not. I would like to know more about the eye injury and what project it was, the nature of the makeup. I'd also like to know about his wife and how hot she is. <laughs> Get on it! <laughs> One at a time. You guys talk about yourself back in a minute. Jeez. That's it. I can't, I can't believe that. That kind of eye injury, I'll be honest, if he is Mexican Brad Pitt, that would... No, as if, as a if hammer you, blow to the industry. As if you wouldn't want to go back to Mexico, though. Because imagine, you go to America, you make it through the fence. Right. And I'm assuming he crawled through the fence, a la Santiago Munez. <laughs> you go over, you, you become a huge star in America. Right. Obviously, it's hard to maintain in LA. And so imagine that, you're in LA, and you're, like, you're basically sleeping off, you're kind of becoming a nobody, but you did this amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And you see, just over the fence, you're like, I could be the biggest star ever if I just go 30 kilometers that way. As if you wouldn't go back to Mexico. But famously, in the telenovelas, they have too much makeup applied to their faces. It's famously quite fake looking. And so ultimately, it bit him in the ass. Well, Mexico have never been the poster boy for safety standards. That's it. I mean, it's, tra- it's, it's, it's a tragedy to the point where that's rocked me to my core. I had no idea. What? I've done some cursory research, but the fact he's still tweeting, the fact he's oh. still appearing and acting, he's, and he's bounced a- back from an injury that happened not even three years ago. He's as inspirational as Santiago himself. Right. But what sort of makeup were they using? I would say any makeup that there should be. Uh, it's like no makeup should have the ability to make you blind. If it's going anywhere near the face, waist up. If it's going on me above the waist, it shouldn't be able to make me blind. That's right. too close to my eyes for something that could make right, you exactly. blind. It, and it ran down his face. Yeah. So they're smearing his forehead right. with, with, with war paint, literally. With, with some nerve agent yep. sending his pupils in the next week. <laughs> like, don't they have TAFE in Mexico? Like, sort it out. Oh, my God. Give him a bit of concealer or something. He doesn't need acid above his forehead. <laughs> That's it. Oh, mate. And you have to lead him onto set. Yeah, and then, and then you've got to sew a Mexican. He looks phenomenal, but he has none of his faculties. <laughs> but imagine you lose your eyesight and you've got to sue a Mexican insurance company. Okay, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Just three goats in an office. Ugh. <laughs> You're not getting Jeez. that payout. <laughs> oh, this was the, the, the last episode. Where are they now? <laughs> the episode. We'll make an episode about you down the line. Oh, no, you are, you are easily the most racist bloke on this podcast. 
You assumed he was deported because he wasn't in one of your white talkie talkies, was he? Just because he wasn't in 27 dresses, you assumed he was yeah, deported. Mate, he got cut out of La La Land. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, nope, he's not oh, on my radar. He's Mexican and he, he wasn't in three of the films I saw this year. Must be deported. <laughs> you are disgraceful. Oh, my God. It's hard to get cancelled on your own part, or at the very least, majorly delayed. <laughs> Have we, look, have we lost Alfie? What's that? Guys, little... look, I'm deep in the I'm deep in the reeds here. Look, um, a lot of this shit was made up. Apparently, a lot of that was a sa- parody site. So didn't get didn't secretly get oh, married. Oh, didn't actually sake, didn't actually get. You I've been had. I've been had. Job. Wait, so you the last twenty minutes of this podcast has been me and Freddie riffing, no, 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 riffing the, the, the on the stuff eye, that never happened. No, the <laughs> eyesight stuff. The eyesight is true. News.com.au. I'm just that's the one we're talking about. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, mate, I don't listen while I'm researching. Right, mate. Okay. I can't do two things at once. Um, so there were, I've read all these rumours on the internet that he'd retired, that he'd secretly married, but there doesn't seem to be anything about a wife or a girlfriend, and that leads me to speculate, boys. And it's not my job on the podcast to speculate, so I'll leave that up to you. Right. Why no, is the hottest man... provide facts. I was yeah, say, I'm just man, saying... I'm, you've I'll, run us down the Why river, is the hottest man in the world... Not, not married. Not married, not got a girlfriend. Because he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Mexican women are. Oh uh, no! Why? Why? <laughs> I'm just saying they hate. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, I refer you to minute five when you refer to the Latina women as slippery. I'm saying they're slippery and they're shallow. They famously hate the disabled. Mexican women hate disabled people, and now this guy's walking around with a cane. Of course, no one's going to get with him. I'll see if I can pull up some of his uh, recent acting. And some, some. I just, I just want to see an interview with him about the the ice. Surely there's some kind of reporting or conversation with him. Go on Mexican Google. <laughs> Go on Google. Oh. oh, he's still got it. Where's he looking? Is this, this is the same soundtrack that played when he was lining up for that free kick. Oh, yeah. See, that's good acting. I, mean, we I heard hope you guys will agree. <laughs> I mean, it sounded good. <laughs> exactly. It was largely soundtrack, I'll be honest. Yeah. You kind of blew him out the water there with the music. But uh, uh, I feel like as we, we, as we kind of come to a close, we've learned a lot about... Are we coming Kuno? to a close? Mate, I feel like it's, we've moved into the phase where we actually need to make contact with Kuno. With Kuno. Right. This is something is that, that really we've okay? done before on the, on the podcast. Uh, and people think, oh, it won't work. You won't get a reply. The naked guy from Borat replies. How many followers record. did he have, though? He has not as many as Santiago. <laughs> I'm worried we'll be drowned out by Mexican women <laughs> trying to get his affections. Oh, mate. I still love you. I don't care about your eyes. <laughs> I d- oh, this is the most thoroughly uncomfortable recording I've ever been a part of, but you've got to love it. Um, let's look him up. I, I feel like his Instagram, if you search it here, has... Because I can't DM on Twitter if, if uh, he doesn't follow me, which it will come as a surprise to you. He does not. <laughs> he is not one of the 48 people who've chosen to follow my activities on that platform. Uh, but if we look up Kuno Becker P, I mean, who knows if this is a real account? Three posts, 9,442 followers and four following. Let's make it I 9, mean, that's 000. a pretty good ratio. That's, it's pretty good indeed. There's three clearly Googled images <laughs> of him in sunglasses. Oh, my God. Is that post-injury? He's wearing some snazzy shades, but Dude, who knows? Don't DM this medical. account. You'll just be messaging some weirdo who is obsessed with Kuno Becker and has and, set up this account. And do we want to hear from him? Do we potentially want to get him to phone actually, in on the podcast? Yeah. You're damn right we do. Yeah, actually, that's right. Message incoming. If you were going to send something uh, uh, to Kuno, Bill, based on your experience with him, based if your love of his work, based if your disappointment of his work in Goal 2, 
What what would you say to him? Hello, Kuno. Or uh, Ola? 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 I think more on brand. Is Ola, Ola. a bit on the nose? <laughs> H-O-L-A, I believe. Ola Kuno. Ola no, no, Kuno. I think it's like the app. The rideshare app, Freddie. Yeah, there's no H. <laughs> um, Stop whitewashing this message. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, right, Ola Kuno. Ola Kuno. I struggle to make connection with uh, chicas. Because I struggle to make connection with chicas. Because you betray your woman... <laughs> When I was 15 And it Set me on a path <laughs> Wait slow, slow down mate I realise you're getting A lot off your chest right now But you're going to have to Slow down a little bit I struggle to make Connection, connection with, with, with Chicas On account of the fact You, you betrayed Roz It was the love of our life Of your betrayal of Roz The love of my Brackets the love of my life It's an aside we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, Betrayal of Nurse Roz My soccer career And my love life Wait has, wait wait you, You're going to have to Slow down Nurse Roz The love of My Life in goal two. In goal two. Full stop. And now continue. Brackets, goal one, nailed it. (laughs) Yep. Uh, My soccer career and my love life has been in tatters ever since. Okay, that's that's (laughs) why. I could have played against Fulham too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my soccer and romantic career have been in tatters ever since. I could have played against Fulham too. That is... Adios. <laughs> Good. I, Good. You've it would have been criminal if I'd missed a sign-off there. You're right there. Been in as ever since. Could have played against Fulham too. No, Fulham. Sorry, Fulham. <laughs> Fulham's not the sequel. You remember when I played against Fulham? <laughs> he saw me play, man. <laughs> and say he's probably watching you right now. No, I've, I've said adios, mate. Once you've adios, you can't go I back. bet he doesn't know the movie quotes as well as you two. And you know what? That's where he's lost. <laughs> adios! Exclamation mark. So before we'll send, we'll just recap. Hola, Kuno. <laughs> I struggle to make connection with chicas on account of your portrayal of no straws, the love of my life, in goal two. Goal one, nailed it. My soccer and romantic career have been in tatters ever since. I could have played against Fulham too. Adios. Adios. It is sent. Did you put that little uh, comma above the O in adios? Do you know what, mate? Uh, otherwise, I don't have that function. I will, however, send the emoji of the red uh, dancing lady. Maybe Feel put... Um, do you have, like, the bullfighter emoji? I do not. And if I did, I don't think I'd send it. <laughs> so we sent off to, to Kuno there, as I say. Oh, my goodness. Are we getting we're, played off? We're getting played off. Is this Starbar? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was another episode of Where Are They Now? It's very possible depending on whether we get a response and how we move forward that we may have Billy back on to find out more about Kuno but that's a good place to start Bill thanks very much for coming on the podcast thanks for having me awesome from me Freddie it's goodbye from Alfie goodbye adios and from Billy Darcy holla he saw me play man (laughs) see us next time